Hold on. It's about to get real. real. Jenny Matthews is keeping it real about life, motherhood, pop culture, and everything in between. Get ready to hear all about it. Life's ups and downs, mama drama, cool new finds, hot topics, pop culture, and more. Let's go. This is real. Real. Is real. Real life. Hosted by Jenny Matthews. Hey, it's been a hot minute. (laughs) Uh, I've been missing in action. You've been gone. Yes, and a lot has transpired, <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> a couple of things um, are new. <laughs> I got my boobs done. <laughs> Yay! Keep us, keep us abreast of the situation, will you? I see what you did there. <laughs> but I'm um, done. No, we, t- we talked about this in another podcast. Mm-hmm. Kim's here. Yay. We're Hi, it's me. Yep. Um, we talked about this. So you had a reduction. How many? You just did that. Like I did it in ago? 17. So okay. yeah, it'll be two years. I don't know. I think I just passed two years or coming up on two years. I don't remember. But yeah. But you had, I'm just going to say, mm. giant boobs. I did. And I had you some, hated them. I did hate them. I had them. And I, I said this before. I had them when I was like eighth grade. It was mm-hmm. like, you know, start start the, in, in the seventh grade year, small, start the eighth grade year. And totally different person. Totally you were the girl I wanted size. to be. <laughs> no, I'm You serious. did not want to, I promise you. I but no, I, we were talking about this earlier. You always want what you don't have, right? Yep. So, yep. It, and all my girlfriends were jealous of that. They were like, oh, you have, you know, and I'm like, no, I don't want that. And like I said back then too, I didn't ever want them. Mm-hmm. I wasn't someone who was asking for them or praying for them or um, doing the whole thing. But, um, but yeah, then, then I got them and they, they didn't go away and I wanted away. them to go You were away. Christy Holt. Look at me calling out Christy Holt. There was a <gasps> girl that, that I went to um, well, school with, but middle oh. school, and she blossomed. blossomed. Big blossom, buzzed. <laughs> she buzzed. She did, and uh-huh. I just remember. I mean, I was flat as a board. I was mm-hmm. flat as a board till I got my first set of implants, which mm-hmm. was in like 2001. Okay. So my whole life, like I w- had nothing, and I remember I would just like oddly stare at her and just be like, <laughs> "I want to be you." Oh my god! So I was working in radio. I just kind of started my radio career. Really, wasn't that far into it. A couple of years into it, and a plastic surgeon wanted me to endorse their office, sure. and so offered me free boobs. Now you tell me flat chested Jenny. Hey girl. Am I gonna turn that down? No, you are not. No, I was not. And no, I signed me right up. Sign me up. <laughs> but I remember being absolutely terrified how, because So wait, how old were you? Mm, I'm trying to think. So do the early twenties? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I was early twenties. Which someone tonight at the grocery store mm-hmm. carded Jenny for mm. um the the beer that we're drinking and she straight up thought Jenny was in her twenties. She and did. it was just and, which you do look like you're in your twenties. Can you just speak slower and just can I like can you like <laughs> I, can I record I'm say you? max twenty six. Like that's Are you what you look me? like. No, you I look, love you. You're very young looking today. You got the hat on and it's Dang. She's, she's looking good. Well, so. I got my brows you tinted. You did get your too. brows done. Yeah. So now I want to go get my brows tinted. So if anybody would like to uh come on over to my house and take care Tint of that. Brow- for me. Actually, your brows look perfect to me. Oh. Well, like they really do. They're nice. dark and nice oh. and the, mine were a disaster <laughs> prior to this day. Anyway, we're gonna digress. Track. Okay. Okay, so so like early twenties and had, you know, and so this offered a, a free breast augmentation. Of course I said yeah. yes. I mean it's not like in the back of a van. Like this was at a hospital. Oh no, <laughs> in, a, in a reputable this was in South Florida. I was <laughs> right. on the radio down there. This is a reputable reputable surgeon and you know, again that it wasn't even something like they had to convince me to do. I wanted that more than I yeah, mean, and it, and it, at that age, it was totally a vanity thing, and it was totally like I just want to fill out a swimsuit, you know. Sure. Was, but no matter the reason, like I'm totally down with whatever is going to make you feel like the best version of you. Do it. Yeah, if it's within your power do to it. do something about it, and you want to, then fine. A hundred percent. I think people. A lot and of it's people no one's judge. business either. It's if you not. want to share it, fine. But it's no one's business. And I did. And the fact of it is, it felt like a science project then, and this feels like a science project now. So yeah. quite frankly, I feel like I then and now could walk down the street and be like, "Hey, look, <laughs> look. Do you want to see? <laughs> you want to see my boobs? <laughs> so funny. You can go down to Mardi Gras and just do that. And, I can't. And, I could. <laughs> beads and all. 
now. But anyway, so had so had him done, and then you know had had a good run. We had yes. a good solid run. Had two kids, kids, breastfed two, yeah, um, and I breastfed them each for about a year. So mm. they let's just say, <laughs> yeah, what was once hey was like. Oh, like Eeyore from like <laughs> yes. Winnie the Pooh. Oh, oh my God, they were Eeyore. <laughs> my Eeyore boobs. No, so I hated them. And it's funny because like, I don't I don't spend a lot of time talking about it. It was just one of those, my husband could see it. He knew I did not have confidence. I would yeah. look in the mirror. Ugh, I hate it. Like, yeah. I just didn't like how they looked anymore because they didn't even remotely look like what they did. So mm-hmm. he really encouraged me. And I know that sounds like, well, of course he encouraged you because he wanted the repay. <laughs> hey, Jenny, I have an idea. Yeah, I have a Stay great with idea. me. Okay, here's what I think you should do. Yeah, he, he, but he, this is why I do love him though, because he encouraged me, of course, I think for his own benefit, but also because he knew how much it bothered me. Mm-hmm. And now that I've had them done, I had them done last Friday yeah. and the recovery, we'll talk about that too. The recovery yeah. was piece of cake. Good. And now I just feel... Like me again, I feel confident again. I feel I cuter. I went bigger. Yeah, yeah I did. Yeah, I'm like if you're going in and you're replacing, you well. like do it. People have asked too, like did I get them redone because there was a problem and there was not. No. But they do. When I got them done, they said every ten years get them redone. Mm. And ten year mark. I feel mark like that timeline has gotten longer over the years. I don't know if it, it, is it because did they get rid of saline that they're not saline any, saline anymore? So when I got them done, I got saline the first time. Mm-hmm. Um. And that was what people were doing because remember, like silicone way back there were, and then there were issues like oh with my the gosh. leakage that, yes. like, if it leaked and it was the silicone, then that could get in your bloodstream yep. or something. I feel like I remember, like, it seemed about that. It, it was a bit of a quote dangerous. I'm not even yeah. sure that, and I don't think anybody died from it or whatever, no. but I just think it was, it was known to be the more quote dangerous okay. of the two. And to me, when I got them, saline, I liked that idea because I thought, okay, saline, so it's water. Sure. If, you know, something happens it's water going into my system right well now like silicone is honestly the way to go people yeah. they they look more natural they're they've come so far um the doctor even kind of leaned towards that mm-hmm. they are more expensive i'm just giving you the whole scoop mm-hmm. but Tell not only that he but he told me and i actually love the doctor i went to he told me that um he's like you know what you've had really good luck with saline like let's just replace Stick what you have yeah but i was like if we're going in we're making them bigger Heck yeah you know how much bigger did you go so I went, and this is another little tidbit if you're thinking about doing it. So I went about, I don't know, it was close to 100 cc's larger okay. because I had talked to somebody. I was only going to go like 30 or 40 cc's larger because I, and but in my mind, I don't really know what that means. That just sounded bigger. So sure. I was talking to somebody just days before I had it done who just had hers done and said her doctor told her and she knows from fact after doing it, you have to go at least 100 cc's lo- to make them look to make it to, to, make, to, a make, to make a difference and look, make them look different than they yeah, were. Because a cc is like, I guess, nothing. Like I have, it's I have like a millimeter. no idea. I have no medical background. A cc could be, I, I don't know what that means. I, I, I think if you think in terms of millimeters is kind of if you, it, of course, it's not. Oh, that's well, now that you length. put it that way, I know exactly what a you millimeter know exactly. is. <laughs> Tiny. No idea what a millimeter. Tiny was. amounts. Okay, not much. Tiny amount. So you do. A, so you did a hundred more than you did about a hundred more. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So, so when you came out of it, was it? Could you immediately feel a difference? Because I did. Mm-hmm. I'm, and so I'm curious if if when you get bigger, if it's we need to talk about that too. Because I want you yeah. to talk about like your recovery with mm-hmm. a reduction. Because it sounds like it was a much different experience than oh, it, it, what I, I think had. it probably was just because of what was involved. It's definitely more involved to go smaller than it is to get bigger. Because, and I didn't know that. Yeah, because it's um, you know, you can look up the research on it. Because I don't, I will do a terrible job of explaining it. But I'll, I will tell you this: when I was when um. The doctor was, you know, right before surgery, they mark you up and like, so they know what they're going to do when they're in there. And my husband was like, wow, you're making a, a lot of marks on, on her boobs. And he said, well, if you were to walk into the surgery room while I was working on your wife, you would be, think that I was 
literally torturing her because oh there's so God. much more involved in removing tissue as opposed to just going in and basically putting in a little bubble of stuff. Yeah. You know, you're taking stuff out and then you have to realign nipples and things have to be, which I think you still have to do that as well with yours. I'm not, I'm not 100% sure, but um, there's a lot more involved. So it's a lot more cutting and a lot more. Um, I imagine like scraping because you're reducing. So I don't so know if it's scrapage or if it's, we should probably have a doctor in here and talk about it. We should actually do that. We should maybe do that. I know this is something... we're just making things up as we go. Well, we're just telling you what we know. <laughs> just, yeah, Listen. I'm just telling you what, all I know is I went, I went to sleep, I woke up, they were much smaller and I was, um, I was in pain, but it was, um, short-lived can I mean, we just briefly talk about how awesome that nap is though it's a real good nap the anesthesia nap is mm-hmm. probably the greatest thing so they gave me a little valium before i went back oh, that's even better holy cow yeah. so i didn't care you could have like done anything and i would have been like yeah this is great <laughs> we're you know i'm just chit-chatting with the nurses and they're telling me what they're doing and they're strapping my arms to these things and i'm like, You're like it's i fine. don't care it's fine <laughs> and then they put that little thing over your face they're like just breathe and i'm breathing and all of a sudden you you can feel it it's yes. like just the the coma can, nap does it does it start to i don't know I kind of got scared when really? uh, when I yeah because I always especially when with so I've been under anesthesia twice since I've been since I was pregnant so to have my son because mm-hmm. I had the C-section and then for the rest reduction and both times but more so with the reduction as I was like as I felt it coming you know coming in there's always the chance of you not making it like something can go wrong sure. and that you would not wake up and so as I'm going to sleep I'm like oh my god like is, am I going to wake up and I kind of get in that little I never even you don't feel that, that way at all no and in fact though if that's how I'm going to go it'd be the best way to true. go <laughs> true you wouldn't even know yeah. you no, wouldn't even know you were dead you no. just oh my god it was the, it's the best nap but you wake up and you're very disoriented it's well, like wait, wait what what happened oh I was I I'm still like we're how many days passed I probably shouldn't be drinking like probably Five. You did it. With, you did Friday. It Friday. So Saturday, and Sunday, it's Wednesday. Wednesday. You're fine. It's out of your system now. You're fine. It's fine. But but I remember the first time I woke up after the first time that I had the first augmentation. I woke up and I felt like an elephant was sitting on my chest. I felt like I couldn't breathe. It was. Mm. But I had never had anesthesia. I had never had surgery. Like mm-hmm. so that was just waking up from that. But then also feeling like these boobs that sure. I sure because I was sure. flat because you board. went from nothing to a lot of something. So like a full seat. Yeah. So that was yeah. So. That was a whole different, this honestly, so if anybody's like needing a redo or whatever, don't fear it. And in fact, it's, I, let's just put it this way. Less than 24 hours later, I was walking around Zona. That's, that's what shocked shopping. me was that you, you texted me that you had it done. And then you sent me like a, a picture, not like a, you weren't naked. You sent a picture of it with Although what you looked like. I'm sure you would have, but with, you know, with what can happen with hackers, um, you know, you we'll don't talk about that. that. We'll get there in a minute. Yeah. So, but when you sent me that, I was like, dang, she's already in a bra. When I did it for my reduction, I was in the bandages mm-hmm. for a week and a half. Oh, no way. Eight days, six, seven days, eight you, days. Could you shower in there? No, I had to do oh, it like no the way. sits bath with, I don't know if you ever had to do that, where you yeah. like fill the tub with just, and then you kind of, you get to clean all the special things that you need to clean, but yeah. you cannot get wet at all because the water can get in where it's, where it's healing. Cause it's, I like I said, that. the scar, the cuts are a lot different than when, you, when you're reducing as opposed to adding. Um, and so it was, so the scars that I had are underneath the, the boob like right underneath it and it's a long scar so like the entire length of your boob is is cut oh wow. so um when you're healing it's important that it stay compact and stay put together and all that good stuff and so i couldn't lift anything i couldn't lift my son for i want to say a week and then i went in i think i went in a week after maybe a week and a half after and he took the stitches out then i could start lifting but i wouldn't have wanted to even, anyway like even if he even if i would have thought i could it would it would have been bad. Okay, totally different experience. Totally different experience even now, when you're doing a reduction. I'm but. five days after, but uh, but this is also a to- the redo is totally different than a new oh, do. May- yeah, maybe because I remember 
like I'm here I am five days after I feel I'm not going to but I feel yeah. like I could lift my kids I yeah. feel like I could almost do just about anything they're itchy that's but great. I feel like that's healing but um but I don't have any pain in fact I got away with Tylenol for like this entire that's amazing. yeah I was hard hundred. on the on the drugs <laughs> yeah but you probably <laughs> the, the legal it. ones that they gave to me not the ones that no yeah, I got me off the they street. gave me stuff but I didn't take any you of didn't it. take any of it Mm-mm. that's so, awesome no you look great thank you but it real me. perky you know what they're perky, but they're I'm, real perky. It, this is just going to sound so silly because, like I said, the first time I did this, it was total vanity, and I was in yeah. my twenties and whatever. This was I just wanted to I just wanted them to look good again. I just wanted yeah. to feel confident again, and I got to tell you, like my confidence is it shows. It's so bad. I mean, I just feel cuter. Yeah. I don't know. It's all over your face. Really? You, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Or is it the way I'm sticking my You're chin sticking down, your boobs out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, it's 100% true. I, I I do think that it, there's something to be said for doing something for yourself that you've wanted to do for, because you've been wanting to do this We've talked about this for a long, long time. time. And when I say that kids suck the life out of you, they kind of do. But so they do. They and really I, did. They, I felt like and, they were my boobs. Yeah. And then they were the kids' boobs. Right. <laughs> and then they were mine they again, were like, but they were like, mm, funky. Well, they were the source of their existence. Yes. I mean, that was what kept them alive. And, and and same with my son. I did. I also, I didn't as long as you. You did a year. I did five months. And um, that's all I could, that's all I could give. Hey, it is what it and, is. And, and it's fine. I have no shame about that whatsoever. And I don't I'm very, judge that I'm quite proud that. of myself for how far I made it. Um, because let me just tell you, when you have big boobs to begin with, then you get pregnant and then they fill up with milk. Then they're all kinds of humongous. So it's it's a lot to deal with. And um, whether you pump or, or you go straight to formula, no judgment either way. But there is something to be said for you wanted to do it. And and I will say, too, that you went through that really traumatic experience mm-hmm. with, you know, all the stuff that happened to you what two years ago or whatever when you had were in the hospital for so long. I'm sure it was difficult to go back to the hospital willingly I wanted to talk and about go that. under so okay. yeah sorry so I don't mean to steal no 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 that's I'm glad you went into that because I wanted to talk about that so yeah so part of one of my silent I hate to like make any uh, new year's resolution overly public because then you feel like you're just disappointing <laughs> you're yourself and everybody else yeah. you didn't do it but in my mind I wanted to really work on my anxiety and I wanted I want to run through fear this year like mm. running through fear are the words that that kind of go that's a good one so in little ways, I've I've done it. I started working out at, right after the first of the year, mm-hmm. which that was some. So just to backtrack, there's a whole go back in the the podcast history. There's one called Gratitude. It explains everything that happened with what Kim is talking about yep. a couple of years ago. The very long story short is I went in to get an ovary removed. They nicked my bowel. I ended up with a colostomy. It was a complete surgical nightmare. All the details on the Gratitude podcast. <laughs> go back and listen it was to the a details. shit show. Literally a shit show <laughs> in every in every way possible. Which way possible? But. That happened. And so, like you said, the fear of having any kind of elective surgery. Sure. Are you kidding? Because no. I had actually gone for a consult for this. Right, I remember. Right before. Yep. And then, and I was going to do it. I remember you texting me and saying, remember how I wanted to get boobs? Not happening. And I was yeah. Like, and I thought about it and I thought, I wonder if she'll come full circle. But you were in it at that point. Like, I mean, you were right in yeah. the middle of all the dastardly issues so now that you're now that you got through it I wondered if you would if you would circle back and change your mind and you know you and I and again I credit my husband because I don't think without his and I'm not pushing he didn't push me to do anything but his his urging to me to to do what I want to do mm-hmm. and to don't let fear stop you was the message and mm-hmm. you know I mean up until the moment I got the Valium once I got the Valium I didn't really <laughs> care but even like going into this to the hospital and just seeing like the hospital stuff and the hospital bed and the gown and just the the IV. I mean, all the things mm-hmm. it was really hard. And I had so much anxiety. But I got to tell you, like, aside from the fact that I love my boobs and I'm happy I did it for that reason, I'm really freaking proud of myself, girl. I am a thousand percent with you. <laughs> I, I'm really, I mean, so that's what, it's been two years? Has mm-hmm. it been two? 
That's really not a lot of time to get over something that was as traumatic as that was. Well, and my sister, who has anxiety equal, if not even a little more than I do, she, when I texted her and said I was doing this, she, her exact text was, what? Like Uh six question marks. And then why? Yeah. Because I remember having that conversation with her right after the, you know, the nightmare and stuff. And I was like, I'm, I was going to do, you know, have this, but no way, like never. And she's like, no, I fully, I get you. Like, you'll never want to have surgery, you know? And I even feared like, what if I have to have surgery for some medical reason? Will I be able to do it? So, you know, anytime you run through fear like that though, it gives you, so not only do I have the new confidence because I like the way my body looks, (laughs) but I really do mentally, I feel proud and stronger. You should. I mean, you've come a long way. I mean, truly. So you should be proud of yourself and you should, I mean, I don't think that we do that enough. We don't give ourselves credit and a pat on the back often enough when we do something that's really monumental. Yeah. And even if it's not monumental, even if it's just something little. Well, to, but to you, it is monumental. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Right. And only you can decide what is, you know, what your big hurdle is. And that was a huge hurdle for you to be able to. And it's funny too with, with um like with anesthesia, like you were talking about, how it can be so traumatic, but then also just depending on your situation, so exciting. Mm-hmm. So as you were, you know, getting the anesthesia the last time that you got it, it was super traumatic and you're like freaking out and stressed. Yeah. This was something that you would, that you I are wanted choosing to do. To do. Yes. You're choosing to do that exact same, you know, ritual of going in and doing all this, and but with a completely different result. And I think that has to be healing to to have it be to have the pendulum swung so far the other way. You know, and I, I have a girlfriend that um, went through a cancer bout, and she's fuck, she's good. Yeah, but she wants to have an an elective mm-hmm. double mastectomy. Pure, no one's telling her to do this. Mm-hmm. She wants the control to to do that. For, was it so? It was breast cancer. I'm assuming. No, it was oh. another female cancer. Oh. But that's typically where, if it's going to come back, it's it got a real there. good chance of coming got back it. in the breast. And she wants to have. And I, I just so respect her for that. And mm-hmm. just, I think she's such a kick ass woman for that. Just to have that mentality of like, I I'm in charge this time. And again, mine right. was a totally different situation. Like, right. there was no, but. Choosing to, ha- again, it's just back to the choice of like yeah. an elective something or other is mm-hmm. so much different and mm-hmm. mindset is so different too than some. And in fact, even when I was in the surgery center and I was listening, you know, you're just in those little, those little rooms with the doors or they're not like even doors. Oh my God, they're they just being side even thinking about I, it. Girl, I, I know. It. Well, now it does too to me. Oh. Like at the time I was like, like and I'm always like, what are they talking about over there? Are there, well, is there a complication hear. that they, oh, you can no, hear so, I was gonna say, so much for HIPAA violations. I know, Jeez. I know. I couldn't see anybody. Although I did see someone's butt because they didn't have their gown. Sexy. You know, it was. Well, I mean, it's all very sexy when you're, you know, in the surgical center. But I could hear some different things that were going on with different people and not everybody was there for an elective procedure. And mm-hmm. my heart went out to that because I've been oh, there too. Yeah. You know? Yeah, so, absolutely. I was grateful it's... for the chance to, I'm going to cough, hold on. <laughs> um, just for the chance to... Again, just do something for me that I wanted to do. I'm thrilled with my results. Yeah, stop talking about my boobs. Now. No, you could talk about it all day. I can tell you just are so excited. Although tell, we were talking about this, though, you you asked me, um, did I tell the kids? Yeah, oh yeah. Tell me, tell me, did you tell them? So yeah. daughter Julianne is eight, son Miles six, and I thought how because people said just don't tell them, and I'm thinking how am I not going to tell? Them? I don't know about your kids, but like my kids are all over me all the time. Uh, well, yeah, and they can't touch you. Like they can't be like. Even if yeah. they, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, we like wrestle and yeah. they, you know, they, they snuggle. I mean, we're just, we're kind of I like. I was wondering, would they have noticed that they looked different? But I don't know that they would have. No. I don't think kids are that observant. But in yeah. terms of like the touching, yeah, you got to be like, you can't touch me. And so I kept telling Matthew, I'm like, I'm going to have to tell them what's going on. And he always thinks that I way overshare with the kids. Like he thinks that I tell them just, but I can't. You an overshare, huh? I don't know. I know. Shocking. Me neither. Shocking. I, don't, I don't know. You the, know what that's I don't like. really do that. Hmm. No. But I, but I kind of have this way with my kids, and I don't know. I, I kind of like it, and I kind of hope it continues as they grow. Is that yeah. 
again, I mean, I'm not, I don't want people to think I'm telling them about like all <laughs> the ways of the world, yeah. but I'm kind Mommy of. Mommy started menstruating this morning. Yeah. <laughs> Although I'm not going to lie. We've had that conversation. They're well, in the bathroom. Fine. It's totally fine. Well, yeah. Then what? Miles is like, what's that? <laughs> I'm like, well, first of all, you're the one that's in here with me when I'm going to the bathroom. <laughs> Second of all. But no, but he's like, I don't, he's like, I don't, you can't tell them what you're doing. And I'm like, but why can't I? Why couldn't I? I don't know why you would be able to. I want them to know, Julianne, especially if there's sure. a day you're not comfortable with something about your body, like you do what can you want. change it. And yeah. I'm not judging that. And no, whatever. So what'd they say? I think they were completely grossed out by the whole I, thing. Well, I'm sure Miles was like, dude, mom's talking about her boobs. <laughs> like this totally... is not happening right now. Jules was just like. You, she's like, so you're telling me there was like water bags in there? Like she's, she just oh, had no the innocence of children. Like they just don't. Yeah. I mean, they don't. They can't comprehend mm. what that means. Mm. That's no, hilarious. Anyway, so that was it. kind of funny. But no, they. I had to tell them though because they were gonna otherwise like be jumping all over me. Yeah. So I love it. Okay, wrapping up the boob story, and yeah. then the, so that was so one reason why I haven't put out a podcast for a while because <laughs> I honestly I'm like two behind, and that's number one because I had surgery and wasn't really up to talking, um, and then. A horrible computer virus. So just peeling back the curtain, we yeah. record these at the radio station. At your station, yep. We come in at night. We love our our ritual is yes. Chipotle. Chipotle. Get a couple of beers and just, you know, have girl time. Yeah. And our radio station was hit with have you heard of the Ryuk virus? I didn't know it had a name. It's got a name. R Y U K, I think is how you spell it. The the long story short of that is that it's a horrible computer virus. They basically give you, they want a ransom. Mm-hmm. And if you pay the ransom, supposedly they won't touch you and you're good. The ransom was like $250,000 or something God. insane. We clearly didn't pay the ransom, yet we didn't have the proper, all of the proper antivirus software sure. happening. And so it completely infiltrated you got to think about a radio station. It's music. It's commercials. It's, you know, every word in Excel. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's yeah, all, all the it. things yeah. and all the files. Oh, my God. And Internet. Like you were yeah, saying, the internet of internet. Yeah. It literally destroyed our entire, ent- entire system. In fact, we're still running on, like, bubblegum and, like, seriously. <laughs> MacGyvering. <this>. MacGyvering, like, <laughs> the radio station together. It's a miracle that we're actually on the air. But, um, yeah. Hopefully it's, this sticks when we record it. Hopefully you know we won't what? have to go back and So far it's working. We're I see the little blips. I see some blips. I think we're fine. I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully this if makes not, it. If not, we'll record the exactly this thing again. We'll I'm just sh- do exactly word for word what we just did. It'll come out exactly <laughs> the same. I feel it. Yeah, but that um that's been going on as well. Have you ever experienced anything like that? No, but this is it's funny you say this because um so this happens every every two years because I always buy the the firewall for our home computer. Like my my work computer, I have it. His my husband Brad's work computer, he has his. Like they the company pays for it, but mm-hmm. our own home computer. I don't know what it is. I will drop eighty dollars on a pair of shoes or <sighs> groceries without thinking twice. It's fine. But for some reason, when that little reminder starts popping up that like, hey, your firewall is going <laughs> to go out in th- in three weeks, in two weeks, in one week, then it hits. It the can da- wait. Then it can it's wait. D day, and I'm like, dang, I don't want to spend eighty bucks on that. Yep. And so then I like put it off and put it off and put it off. So a couple of weeks ago, um, our my youngest stepdaughter is just turning 16. So she was wanting to look at cars online. And she's like, I can't look on my phone. I can't, you know, get zoom in and see what I need to see. And um, and so Brad's like, well, just go upstairs and look on the home computer. I'm like, hold on. We are not looking at Craigslist. And yes. I haven't bought the firewall stuff. Like, we've hold on a minute. So I'm like running upstairs and he's like, it's not a big deal. It's fine. It's like, not fine because that's what they do. That's how they find you, and then they infiltrate and they get your bank accounts and whatever. I mean, I'm totally overreacting, but no, you're not overreacting. I'm not overreacting because it's a thing, and they can. I mean, it's. I was just saying to you earlier that I swear I just want to pull my money out and put it in a mattress or like in a, my basement somewhere. And I know because it just makes me nervous that like the grid's going to go down. 
<laughs> no, gonna... but uh, this honestly opened my eyes. This whole thing felt yeah. like a movie. I mean, because you just I'm when pretty you think... sure it's a Good Wife episode. Actually, I feel like I remember this happening in a Good Wife episode. I could see it if I'm not sure somebody steal the storyline because sure. it really is full of drama. Um, but I had no. I mean, you hear viruses and things like that, and in fact, I think we even had a, a little mini virus kind of attack us a, a couple of years ago. I we lost. If they a... were testing it. I don't. You know what? I don't know. Oh, it's been a couple of years though, twist. so it's a long time. To... Well, they've got a long. They've got a lot of patience. But those hackers. They, apparently, they're they're targeting media because if you think about it, like we are such a digital. I mean, yeah, everybody's digital, but I mean to take down four radio stations, it's crazy. So they 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 attacked like. And I'm probably not getting it right, but um, and you can Google if you Google the Ryuk virus, you can read about it. But they had like the New York Times or um, the Wall Street Journal, and then they've attacked some radio stations in the mid- and besides us in the Midwest. And um, people have paid the ransom because they've heard about the oh virus and they know how bad it is, so they've just paid the ransom. I can't imagine I that because then you run the risk. Are they serious? Are they, yeah, I mean, what's the who is going to say these people are going to hold up their end of the bargain? Yeah, okay, you paid me, great, we're going to do it anyway. Just I don't know because we're a-holes like I don't know although at this point after all that we've like gone through yeah. I, I would have I probably would have said write the check write the check people <laughs> give it a try take here take it out of my own bank account yeah because you've been yeah you've been in, in inundated with like just issues in general with it like between that because I can't effectively and I know again there are so much bigger there are yeah. bigger problems in yeah. the world and I know the radio you know we're entertaining I mean people we're not we're not curing <laughs> cancer here you know no, we are not but like to not be able to do my job and I'm a very I'm OCD and very yeah. just type A and, I, and to be able to not you I just have want control you don't have, have control, no control of what you're used to having control over no yeah. I mean I'm, I'm piecing together a horrible show every day just trying to like make it work and we're all everybody at the station is frustrated like that because it's it's affecting every single person's job yeah at the station well it's, it's like imagine nuts. going into your office and you know you walk in and every, and they say okay the internet's down like just to even have the internet oh, when, yeah. if the internet is down in, and I don't work in an office anymore but when I did um that if the internet was not working I mean this was when I first entered the workforce it was like in 05 um I remember a few times um at the interior design firm I was working for when the internet would go down and it happened a lot cuz I feel like back then internet was not what it is now there was a lot more complex issues at work mm-hmm. and then when it would go down i mean we would just it's like what do we do yeah where, where do we go what do we i mean obviously we can still work in and in, in all of our software programs for design but email all of that if you don't have that yep what what do you have you have no way to communicate and it's it's like if, if your phone breaks down or doesn't work or whatever then like your whole the infrastructure of how you work your entire day just falls away and you really don't have any control of anything. What so if, to have your whole grid go down. Oh, when just to feel, I don't know. I'm a person, again, here's, here's my day. Here's literally every day. Wake up, get the kids ready, get them off to school. I feel good about that. Yeah. Get myself ready, get to work. I have my chunk of time I'm at work and I like to put on a good show and I like yeah. to, you know, feel accomplished. And I do a bunch of things behind the scenes that nobody cares about, but it's but stuff that means something to me. I feel very accomplished at the sure. end of my work day. You know, then leave here, go pick up the kids. Then it's, you know, family time and whatever. But I love that chunk of my day. It's why I like being a working mom. I love that chunk of my day where I feel it's fulfillment that I just don't get through laundry and kids and well, you're whatever. you're contributing my, to a bigger picture something. other than just yourself and your family. Yes. Yeah. And... To not be able to feel that accomplishment. I mean, again, I feel like I'm bitching about like <laughs> something so stupid, but when it, but literally, it's been going on. I think we're in day like twelve or thirteen of this oh my thing. God. And you know, when you th- when you see the light at the end of the tunnel, even it's not so bad. Like if I could say, okay, this is Friday, we're going to be back in action. Like everything's mm-hmm. going to be good. I-, I could probably suck it up and whatever. But 
there's really no end in sight because there, I mean, and God bless everybody working so hard right. to try to get it all put back in order. But it's been anyway. Those are the reasons. That's where I have been missing, <laughs> missing an action. Ellie, when, and well, wait, did you podcast when you were on vacation? Yeah, you podcast when you got back. So you went on vacay and then came back. Yeah, I think I talked. And about you did, yeah, you did because you were talking yeah. about your murder books that you that you. Listened. Oh yeah, yeah. So so have you seen or watched or we're deep into the the murders and the mm-hmm. serial mm-hmm. killers and all the things. Yes. Like, do you have you any new well, updates you, for you? But you didn't watch. Um, well, you never listened to serial. No. Oh my God. I need to do that. I know. I know. What am I doing? I know most of your listeners have because I feel like when I was listening to Serial, it was everyone on the planet was listening to that. So um, Serial, Serial, not like that you eat, Serial, S-E-R-I-A-L podcast um, was was a story that um, Sarah Koenig did from... um, Oh, This American Life. So she did um, a podcast called Serial about a guy named Adnan Syed who lived in... Oh my gosh, I'm blanking where it was. Northeast somewhere. Anyway was accused of murdering his girlfriend back in 1999. So Serial followed this whole story and she kind of un- uncovered um, all of the injustices that were happening in, um, I want to say it was Maryland. And um, anyway, so it took off. It was a huge success. I want to say it was downloaded like something hundred million times or something, like yeah. a bazillion different times. And it was huge, <laughs> the one person, yeah, just one person like, just downloaded it a hundred million <laughs> times. And um, so anyway, so it, it took off and it gave all of this, um, insight into this particular case, kind of like what um, Making a Murderer did on Netflix. So if you've if you've seen Netflix with Making a Murderer, this was the podcast version of it. Okay. So then they just recently did a documentary series that kind of covered what Serial already covered and then what's happened since that time because Serial was back in like, I want to say 15 uh, or 14 maybe. So anyway, so it was funny though because I was addicted to Serial. I loved it so much and I, I got all the way through it and then I listened to some additional podcasts that gave further in- insight onto it but then the the documentary showed the faces of all the people when I was listening to it on serial mm. I never googled their name their faces I didn't want to know what they looked like because I wanted it to kind of be kind of like when you read a book you put yep. you attach your own ideas of what people look like based on the descriptions that they that they give you in the book so in in the podcast I just kind of pictured what these people would look like then to see them on the, the HBO series oh, wow. was so bizarre because I'm like that's not what Jen looks like yeah yeah it wasn't Jen anything is a blonde, what, did you have anybody kind of nailed I, or not I think the only one I had right was him because he was this Muslim boy mm-hmm. and it was pretty stereotypical of what you would think a Muslim boy looked like sure. and but what I loved the most about it was um, like I said the murder happened in 99 The it was two seniors it was a he was a senior and his girlfriend was a senior the one that, that he was accused of, of killing and I was a senior in 99 so when mm-hmm. they talk about kind of the what was going on during that time it was like this could have been my high school and yeah. it, I just got really attached to it and like felt like I was there I felt like these were my friends and uh, so I was I was way into it so if you haven't watched um I think it's called the something of something about Adnan Syed but his name is in it it's on HBO it's really well good. I saw so okay that must be what I saw because I didn't I'm not again I'm not familiar with yeah. that but I remember that name and I yep. kind of now I kind of know the gist and I knew something new had come out about it mm-hmm. but I wasn't exactly sure what so that was that it's all really depressing um about the criminal justice system about how broken mm-hmm. it is which I feel like a lot of these podcasts and serial murder whatever things are um where you really just find out how broken the the criminal justice system is. It's really depressing. Speaking of our system, can we just t- abruptly yeah, switch yeah. gears into Lori Laughlin, Felicity Huffman? Okay, the you've whole... been following this and I haven't, so please oh update me. So, okay. Good. But it's like 50 of them. It's not just the two of them. There's, no, but they're the ones that have gotten the... <laughs> they're the celebrities' names that are attached to the whole admission scandal. Is like, she going to go to prison? Do you think she's going to go? Girl, they're going to prison. For sure. I know. 
Um, if they don't, I mean, some miracle is going to happen oh. because apparently the prosecutors want to make an example out of, and not just them, the mm, other, like, again, the yeah, nameless the other 48 that did it. Yeah. I think they're, they're looking for, they are, they're looking and asking for prison time <sighs> for all of them. And so, uh, Felicity Huffman, I believe her sentence, cause she has pled guilty and oh, she put she out this apology and it seems sincere enough, says her daughter knew nothing about it. So she's not only mortified personally, but her, you know, what her daughter thinks of her, mm-hmm. what the public thinks of her. Um, I want to say that her maximum that it looks like she, because she pled guilty to this and has the plea deal, she might be in there maybe six months to maybe a year, it sounds like. Which is funny because we act like six months to a year. But prison time is prison time. If I spent six minutes in prison, (laughs) I I think I would die. Yeah, yeah. I would. I watch all those prison shows, all of them. Like, oh, did you watch Orange's New Black? Yeah, well, I I read the book was amazing. I could not get past the first season of that one. It was, it was like very intense. Well, (laughs) I just couldn't get into it. I I like the real life, like San Quentin behind. Oh, day behind the you know the bars. (laughs) I mean, I watch (laughs) like I watch the hardcore prison shows. And to it. seriously think about, think about a celebrity, think about yourself, let yeah. alone a celebrity yeah. who's used to the posh life. Sure. Going to prison. And that is their reality. So Felicity Huffman is probably going to go for, what did I say, like six months to a mm-hmm. year. Lori Laughlin, How she's long? married to Massimo. Yeah. And every time I think Massimo, I think Target. He had the brand at Target. Right. I didn't know she was married to him. Yeah. Yeah. And so their daughter, Olivia Jade, who's also a famous YouTuber, which I didn't know. Yeah. She's like a makeup person, but then they pulled her makeup from Sephora. Sephora. They pulled that, but she, gorgeous, gorgeous girl. And yeah, yeah, but, well, so I don't know. They've really not said if she knew what they did. And I'm thinking she may have. I think you have to know because, okay, so maybe I'm wrong. So I haven't followed all the stories, Mm -hmm. but from what I have read, it seems like it's things like faking SAT scores. And then also doctoring images to make it look like you played sports that you didn't really yeah, play. Yeah. So here's my question. Okay. So, because I have a stepdaughter who's getting ready to go into college and she's probably going to do community college for the first two years, which God bless, because I don't want to pay for yeah. a university. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, I guess my point is, is that when you're applying for school and you're taking the SATs, I was when I was a senior in high school, I wasn't super smart and I knew that I mean I knew I was smart I knew that I could yeah I could get what I needed to get to get into university I knew how smart I was so if my SATs came back and I was super amazingly smart you would have been I would have been huh huh, maybe this something's maybe not right with this this is kind of weird and then in terms of the people who were were told that they played a sport that they didn't play pause there for a second yeah yeah what if you did get your scores back it was what it was on the other hand you could have been thinking that maybe I killed it yeah, and you could have been but really proud of yourself. I guess what I was thinking was that it seemed like they were way higher than they were. Like that were like they can't spell cat, and they you right. know they and they they had <laughs> the best words. Right, yeah. exactly. You know what I mean? So I I don't know. I I think it would be hard for kids are a lot smarter than we give them credit for. Well, sometimes you were about to go into so, the whole. Yeah. They had like the crew team. I think it was. And yes. So she would have had to have posed for a picture to make it look like or they she photoshopped was. it. I mean, maybe they, I guess they could have photoshopped it without her knowledge. Maybe, but I guess my thing is, is as, as a senior. I don't know. I feel like I had a pretty good grapple on where I was um, in terms of of talent, sports wise, which was none, mm-hmm. and then um, academically. I like. Let's just say you weren't getting into Harvard, right? They were not knocking. You on my would have been a little surprised. Yeah, with this that. Is, and also, this is for elite schools. This is for you know schools where you have to be incredibly smart and have a lot of. Anyway, my whole point on this is that I just want to ask you. Let's say you get Miles, your kids grow up, and they. I mean, would you ever? Would you ever do that? I would never do that. And I'll tell you why. Because you're hurting them, right? You're hurting them um, on the chance, first of all, to conspire with your child, to assume that they knew. Yes, that's even worse. That's a whole thing. That's a whole other ballgame. That's disgusting. So gross. Um, 
and I hate to, ju- I don't want to be a judgy parent, but like, I'm sorry, I'm going to judge, judge you on that. Yeah, I'm going to judge, judge you that. on that. Yep. And I think just that mentality of money can buy me whatever I want, that's but what, yes. that bothers me. And you're also teaching that lesson very much so to your kid, and that bothers me. Yes. So that that bugs me. But also just on the merit level, I mean, let's, again, I don't, Felicity Huffman's daughter, I don't think she knew. I mm-hmm. really don't. Yeah. And I can't imagine that feeling of right. letdown. Wow, you didn't, first of all, you didn't think I was smart enough to get right. it on my own. Yeah. Oh, that alone and also, would crush thanks, me. mom, for doing this thing that I maybe she has worked really hard to get where she is, and maybe that would have been enough. Yeah, and, and even if it wasn't, so maybe she goes to a school that's not Harvard or whatever. So what? There's plenty. And th- you made a good point too. It's just that how much that in, for the people who don't have the money, mm-hmm. who are just working their tails off to get anywhere, or yeah, just the precedent that sets. And it's like it makes me wonder if it's doing if that's happening in Harvard and whatever. What about the other schools? Is this happening in other school oh, systems? I feel like it has to be. This has right? to be a thing. This has to be a major thing. This can't be the first time that this right. has ever happened right. in the history. No, I t- totally think it's a and thing. And so then that makes me really sad for maybe kids who are more underprivileged that don't that are working their tails off to just yeah. and they're really getting in truly on their merits, but or they don't not, have a parent writing a check for fifty grand or you know, or whatever. not getting in and being right. and I know I mean they're the devastation to some kids mm. who if that's their dream to get into whatever school. Wow, so, like that's just there's so many things wrong with it. No. But Lori Laughlin and her husband Massimo, I guess, and I don't know why William, because isn't William H Macy? Isn't that who Felicity That's Huffman? Felicity Huffman's husband? He's he not, supposedly didn't know anything about it. Is yeah, what I, I don't know. Who well, knows? Massimo and Lori Laughlin both knew, so I guess they're both facing the charges, and they're looking because now they didn't accept the plea deal. They're looking at years in prison. I want to mm. say now that, the, and they've added money laundering charges to where they could go to jail for like twenty years, and they're not playing with. What this. about the guy? What about the guy that facilitated all of it? Yes, I don't know. I got to read more about the details on yeah. him because, yeah, he admitted, and I wonder because he admitted and named names and you know gave a lot of information like they probably like, kind of a deal yeah, yeah they had to have cut him some kind of a deal but wow what a sh- jerk that guy jeez I mean, yeah but you know what there's also that whole element of this with the sports world too with with basketball football college all of that where you're not supposed to pay players and there's a whole other element of, of just how much everything is rigged is really disappointing to me and i'm that, so naive that i don't even know it until no it becomes idea. a story i just assume every i just want to believe that everybody is happy and cupcakes and rainbows and getting in on their own merit yeah Yeah. and it's not that way and it's really upsetting when i mean that just shows how privileged we are like we are so privileged that we don't even realize what's happening so i i do appreciate that the story broke because it does kind of open your eyes to what's going on out there but But then let me say this too though but let's just say this do i think that felicity huffman and Lori laughlin should be behind bars in a prison this is where i struggle (sighs) because the fact of the matter is they're not gonna go kill somebody they try they did something really gross yeah but do I think that prison, it's kind of like when Martha Stewart went to prison. Right. You know, do I think that she is a danger and a threat to society? I don't. But at the same time, you've got to mm, teach a lesson. I don't, I don't know. know. What do you, what well, do you think? Well, look, it's white collar crime is what it is. It is, is white collar crime. I think that there is a huge gap between what we what we would consider prisonable or, you know, whatever you want to call I don't know what word you would use. But the thing is, is that. You know, we teach that, okay, look, you got caught with pot, then you did the crime, you do the time. Well, it should be the same, whether it's white collar crime or And whatever. I struggle because I hear you. Yeah, because I, I, I also I have thoughts about going to prison for pot. But um, I don't know. It's like it's why where's the line where you say, OK, yeah, this one. Yeah, you broke a, you broke a rule. You broke a law. But it's not you're not a danger to anyone. But yeah. aren't you aren't you kind of a danger because you're doing danger to not maybe in an obvious way, like you didn't kill somebody, mm-hmm. but. I don't know. I'm that I'm that like butterfly effect person where it's like 
one person does something that does causes something else that causes something else mm-hmm. and maybe that does result in down the line some kid ends up somewhere where he shouldn't have been because he didn't get into school because her kid got into school yeah, and maybe he I goes down a path that. maybe That's he good. goes down a path and ends up in a situation that he shouldn't have been in because he didn't get into the school that he worked so hard for I maybe never he worked even really took it hard, that far didn't get in got depressed got in with the wrong group of people, started doing drugs. And I'm, I'm exaggerating. But maybe you're exaggerating, you never, maybe you're and not. And so how do you yeah. just, I don't, want, I don't want to have the law be that malleable where you can mm-hmm. say, yeah, you were a bad person, you did a bad thing, but mm, we're, we're going to let it slide because it's, it's privileged crime or whatever. So that's, I guess that's my take on Good it. Good point. And I never even thought of it yeah. that way. So then maybe they do need to do the time. I just I can't imagine. Like, I got to think that, you know, as women, like <laughs> we're, we're similar in that way. They got to yeah. be freaking that. Oh, out right now, God, I think right. I'm going to go to you jail. when like Lori Laughlin walks in, they'll be like, everywhere you look. And <laughs> <laughs> Becky's here, yeah. y'all. God, or Stepford Wife, Felicity oh Huffman. God. I don't even, not Stepford Wife. What was it? Um, Desperate oh, Housewives. Oh, Desperate Housewives. Desperate Housewives. That's right. She was in that. I never watched that show. Oh, girl. Which that, is crazy. Go back and watch. I really that should was now. Because show. didn't her character pay someone off in the show? Probably. Someone I don't remember saying, now. I think someone was saying about that, that, they, that in, her, <laughs> in, the, in the show, she had to pay like $25,000 to Probably. keep her kid in school, which is... That's art so imitating crazy. life or life imitating art or, or whatever. I don't know. Any hoodles. Well, I don't know. <laughs> We're 40 minutes in. I say we wrap this one up. Sounds it's so good. good to see you. We haven't yeah. hung out. We've like I been. I missed this. It's been, it's been a long time. Yeah. Lots going on. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, your that's it look for great. Now. Thanks, girl. <laughs> and my brows. Yeah, we'll talk about brows real quick, too. Oh, so yeah, yeah. You got your brows done. I did. I So I've heard about tinting brows for a long time, but I, I was kind of nervous to do it. And so I, you know, I, had, no, I called good. you or I texted you. Yeah. I had done it like a couple months ago, but. I I did I said okay do like half the dye because I didn't want to have it be too like hey yeah. here's my eyebrows yeah and I liked it but I this time I said just do full out so they're a yeah. little no <laughs> a little I dark like right them. now they you like really them good. yeah okay yeah I you like look it. young she that trick thought you were in your twenties so I mean they're doing something right the brows yeah the brows. and the boobs the yeah boobs, Hi, <laughs> boobs and brows that's where it's at <laughs> ladies all right we'll talk to you soon bye you're listening to real life with Jenny Matthews check out Jenny's blog and more at JennyMatthewsOnAir.com. dot